0: The lunchtime sports sandwich with Nathan Sage and Steve Sell. Enjoy your lunch with our fun filled McPherson Radio sports show every Thursday from 1215 to 1. Nathan and Steve will dive into and take a few bites from all your favorite local.
1: Off the left side, Saw a seat, Enzo Touchdown, come!
0: The person, who? the who? sophomore, who is Jayton Gum? <laughs> oh, he just made a name for himself right there. College man goes in motion. Southwestern loads the box. Hill running to the near sideline and is in. Touchdown Bulldogs. The wild niche works again, and they engineer a game. Go ahead, touchdown drive. And pro sports. Win two to Kendrys
1: Morales. A two-run lead for Kansas City. A ball, well hit in the left center field, and that one is gone! And the Chiefs' kingdom has firmly planted its flag top of football's highest summit, the
0: Kansas City Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 54. So grab your food, get your drink, turn up that radio and enjoy your lunch with the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich on McPherson's Radio, 96.7 FM, KBBE, and online at midkansasradio.com. And now, here's Nathan Sage and Steve Sell. Got me hot.
1: And welcome into the lunchtime sports sandwich. I'm Nathan Sage, joined once again alongside Steve Sell, as we have another week, another episode of the lunchtime sports sandwich. Hopefully, you got your lunch. Hopefully, you got your sandwich, and hopefully, you get a side of sports. As we got some things to talk about. First off, Steve, obviously we got McPherson High football coming up. We're excited i well, say excited for the game, I'm not excited for the road trip. Either way, we got that coming up, taking on Winfield, we got other area games going on, we got some cross country tonight, we got some soccer tonight, we got a whole host of sports, and we got some Royals news, some breaking news too, we'll wait to get to that because McPherson High Sports is more important. Let's get to that football matchup, obviously taking on Winfield an hour and 45 minute drive well while we're 42 apparently according to my according to my map but either way a road trip another game trying to move to 4-0 on the year first off Steve I, I know you've t- you've seen been to Winfield a lot you've seen the, these this team you've seen a, a lot out of Winfield take us through what should would he, what should I expect for this game coming up on Friday
0: well I think you're going to see the best Winfield team the Bullpups have played in a while uh, when I was talking to coach Pav uh, this morning, and you can see it on my story on midkansasonline.com. He says he judges what the other teams do by how they do against Bueller. And last week, Winfield gave Bueller a really good game. It was just a 11-point game uh, early in the fourth quarter. Uh, Winfield was right there. It ended up being 21 to nine which kind of surprised me a little bit. I thought Bueller would pretty much roll Winfield. Uh, they've got some new personnel this year. Uh, you know, they've had the, they'd had the same quarterback and the same running back it seemed like the last couple years, but they got a new quarterback, really throws the ball well. They got one really outstanding receiver. And then they have a running back who uh, we've not seen before, but he averaged almost seven yards of carry. So I think we'll see a better Winfield team uh, than what we've seen in the past. One thing about when We've gone to Winfield in the uh, recent years. We have jumped on Winfield so fast. The games were pretty much decided, you know, at halftime. Uh, There was one year we scored on our first possession. I think Winfield fumbled the kickoff. We scored on the next possession. Then they fumbled on their first snap from scrimmage. We recovered, scored again. I think it was 21-0 six minutes into the game. I think that was the year. It was 61-0. But this McPherson team has yet to really – blow people out from the get-go now you know their margins of victory are impressive you look at circle you say how is that not a blowout well that was a 15-0 game in the third quarter and then jayton gum broke off a couple touchdown runs and the bullpups you know kind of took control that game but it's 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 been interesting these first three games and coach pav and i talked about this uh we get off to a quick start but then the opposition has been moving the football very well in the second quarter. Uh, Great bend out of 14-play drive where they scored. Uh, you know, that game was a touchdown game at the half but uh, the thing it's all about adjustments for the bull pups they make the adjustments at halftime and they have been a second half team this year
1: yeah definitely very interesting something that i talked talked to coach pav about this morning as well is we talked about it at circle was the down a cylinder almost it seemed like they're able to move it they're able to score don't get me wrong but it just seems and this is credit to coach pav and his 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 program is the standards at mcpherson high football have been so high that you're used to seeing that the blowing out quickly and being done with it not really there but still the same power still the same offense still the same defense still the same you know not same players but still the same program and they're getting it done it's just a not at what we've seen and
0: you could well what, and, and i'll say one thing the opponents are better yeah um uh, you know we played great ben instead of rose hill I mean that's a big upgrade. Salinas South a very good football team. Uh, their record won't end up showing it because of the league they play in. And even Circle, you know, in the uh, past several years, that, the the starters have not played in the second half. They played clear until you know midway through the fourth quarter uh, down there at Towanda, and, uh, <laughs> and, and blinking and and, you miss it. Yeah, and and. Uh, you know, the the opponent, the opposition's better. This is going to be a better Winfield team when we face. Next week, a much better El Dorado team than they've been in the past. That's going to be an interesting game next week when El Dorado comes in town. Then, of course, Bueller, uh, you know, is the week after El Dorado. Uh, but Coach Pab did say something interesting. He just said, I'm just happy we're still playing right now. There's a lot of games that have been postponed. Bethany College's game this morning, they announced it's been postponed. They were supposed to go down to Southwestern on Saturday. That game has been postponed. That's two now out of the three games for the Swedes that have been postponed. They are going to make that one up in November, allegedly. Uh, You know, Bethany... You know, they got to start getting some games in because the KCAC only allows three makeup dates, and now Bethany's filled two of their makeup dates. So, uh, COVID's still in the you know it's still in the air. Uh, It's something that we're dealing with. But right now, McPherson High School was really doing a great job. But they also have to have the opposition. Do a great job too, in order to play. You know, you can only you can take care of yourself. You can't control what they're doing. You just hope that they're doing their job too. It is
1: weird because obviously this this season is a different season and things are just different and weird. But normally, when we when you prepare for a football game and we discuss a football game, it's going to be injuries, um, the weather, um, kind of the road trip, what dynamics it is with that. Now we got to talk about how these kids are staying safe every single day Every single minute that they're at school, that they're they're at home, whatever they're doing, and, and it's it's a lot to take in and that's why you gotta give credit to not just the coaches, not just the school, not even just the players, but the parents right. and all the family members, all, everybody. Let's take it like we continue to say, let's take it seriously and do what we need to do, not just here but around the state, so that way we can continue on with all these high school sports.
0: And it's all about self discipline. Yep. You know, you gotta be disciplined and know the mask or pain i you know i wear mine pretty much all the time out when i'm covering yeah, games oh yeah. and things like that but it's something that has to be done you look at the numbers we're over 200,000 cases in the country uh it's not really showing a whole lot of signs of slowing down got to get that vaccine but we'll we'll get away from the COVID talk. Uh, I'm more interested in seeing how the bullpups do on Friday night. Uh, Coach Pav says they're healthy. This is as healthy as they've been uh, all season. Um, And the long trip, you know, kids are pretty resilient. The long trip probably bothers the coaches more than it does the kids because, you know, the kids can talk on the bus. Some of them sleep. Some of them listen to music on their headphones. The trip actually goes pretty quick. It's interstate. Pretty much all the way. We catch the turnpike and then get off of there. And it's about a little 18-mile jaunt on a two-lane highway, but not very far. But beautiful stadium we're going to. You'll really enjoy it on Friday. Uh, south, It's Southwestern College's home stadium. Uh, about six years ago, seven years ago, they put a ton of money into it, over $3 million renovation The press box is unbelievable. Uh, They even have food for us up there sometimes, you know, sandwiches and things like that, pop. And so they treat the media well. John Kaufman, uh, the AD down there, uh, he's right up, you know, He's not Shane Bakus, but, you know, if there's a – you know, no one's Shane Bakus. He's he's the best, you know, athletic director to me in the state. He's been named that before. But John Cobbman does a great job down at Winfield. So we're really looking forward to the game. We'll have a big radio audience uh, because, you know, they just don't allow a whole lot of people in. And then you couple that with the trip, and you're basically going to have parents and maybe – girlfriends going to the game and, yep. and and the cheerleaders. So it'll be, you know, 25% capacity crowd. So we'll have a big radio audience. But I think if the bullpups come out and just execute, they have the more talent. They've got it, you know, they've, they've got to cut down on penalties. They've got to cut down on the drops. They have dropped. Yes. Pr- they probably have about f- four or five drop touchdown passes this season. Dylan Rinker has been throwing that ball on the money. Now he only threw 12 times last week. But uh, that's because Great Ben's run defense is very porous, and the Bullpups took advantage of that. But I think with the defense, Winfield plays, I think you're going to see the Bullpups throw up more.
1: One thing I wanted to get to, too, was you mentioned the health of the team, obviously doing great with COVID. One thing I did want to mention, okay, for any McPherson High football player right now that might be listening to it, their parents, um, coaches right now, hydrate. Drink some water tonight. Drink, drink, drink your water tonight. Why? Because tomorrow we're looking at highs in the 90s, and then at night it might get down to about 65. But still, we saw week one. We saw cramping issues in week one. We saw a couple cramps last week as well. Drink your water tonight so we can stay healthy for that Yeah, well.
0: and during the week, you know, the pups have been practicing in 70-degree temperatures, and, and the heat's really supposed to start coming back tomorrow. And, you know, McPherson College is playing an afternoon game at Tabor, On Saturday. So, you know, they're going to have to hydrate too. So, uh, normally none of the KCAC games are in uh, the afternoon in the month of September. But for some reason, at least on the website and everything I've seen, KCAC website, MAC website, it's a one o'clock game, so uh, they're going to be playing an afternoon game. But no, hydration will be very important, especially since the bull pups don't take as many players on the road as they do at home. Yep. They suit up a lot more at home than they take on the road. So, again, I think it's a game if the bull pups just come out, execute. They're the more talented team. They got the skilled playmakers. And again, the bull pups are pretty healthy, healthier than they've been. So, I, I look for a pretty, you know, I'm saying at least a three-touchdown victory for the Bull Pups.
1: One thing Coach Pav mentioned to me today was about the health of his team. It They are getting more healthy. Uh, Jace Manier will be back. Uh, obviously, Sky Schreiner came back. Uh, Hoover came back as well. He'll be starting at linebacker. He played a lot, lot last week as well, so it's good to see those kids back. But the, he says this time of year is generally when you see the soft tissue issues, you see the Bumps hamstring and pulls and all yeah. that stuff. And then – Couple that in with the limited amount of practice and the limited amount of time you can be in the weight room because of COVID-19 and all the situations they're going to going through, it can become difficult. And that's one thing I wanted to get to real quick with Coach Pav, his little words on the health of his team dealing with what they're dealing with this year. Well, you know, outside of the the normal bumps and bruises that you get through the course of the season, we're actually uh, more healthy now than than we've been in a long time. Even even week one, so our guys have done a really good job of taking care of their bodies. Um, you know, we we are. Coming into that, that, that time frame in the season where soft tissue um, injuries start to creep in place, you know, things like pulled hamstrings and groins and things of that nature. So, And, and it does concern me, you know, the fact that we, we are only going to be able to get in 40 minutes of work in the weight room every other day. So um, that's a concern moving forward. But, but uh, as of right now, we're, we're incredibly healthy. Again, that was Coach uh, Jace Pavlich with the McPherson High Bull Pups talking about the health of his team. Glad they're healthy, but again, dealing with a lot of issues when it comes to how to lift weights, how to do things, and, and just COVID-19 in general. Again, you'll be able to listen to that McPherson High football game this Friday, 6.30 pregame, uh, 7 o'clock kickoff in Winfield. Me and Steve Sell will be on the call for that one. Should be a fun time. You can tune in right here to 96.7 KBB or on Mid Kansas Radio. Tune us in on your phone, tablet, computer, wherever you are. No excuse not to listen to Bullpup Football with me and Steve, again, on the call for that one. But we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be be back with a lunchtime sports sandwich after this, a 96.7 KBBE. Banking is different these days, but at People's Bank, we're here to help. You can visit us at any of our drive-thru locations or utilize one of our 16 ATMs, many of which accept deposits. You can even bank from home by visiting us online at peoples.bank or use other features such as mobile banking, People's Pay, or our new Apple Watch app. We understand that you have banking needs. And just as before, we will continue to be here for you. People's Bank and Trust, member FDIC. McPherson Center for Health is pleased to announce that the Hess Fitness Center is once again accessible 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. We've taken extra measures to make this space safe and enjoyable for you to get back to your fitness routine. For more information and special instructions prior to your visit, please go to www.mcphersonhospital.org or call 620-241-2251, extension 176.
0: Controlling your own weather can be easier than controlling anything else these days. This is Julie with RC Heating and Cooling. With a well-working cooling and heating system, you can be in control of your indoor weather at home. With so many things out of our hands, it's a good feeling to have a bit of stability. Call RC for a free estimate on new cooling and heating equipment. Call RC when your unit isn't up to par. Call RC to stay comfortable in any weather. Call RC 241-2787. Nextech Wireless, the best coverage, latest technology provider that's right here in your own backyard. And about that latest technology part, get the sweet new iPhone and unlimited data for under 30 bucks a month. Want more? Switch to Nextech Wireless and get a $100 gift card per line, too. So switch now. Get yourself that new iPhone, save some cash, and one more thing. The great customer service? Always free. It's time for something different. Nextech Wireless. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details.
1: And we're back on the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich here on 96.7 KBBE. Nathan Sage joined alongside Steve Sell. We obviously talked McPherson High football there in the first section of our show here today. But we need to get to other areas, uh, other area games. We do have some pretty, pretty good area games coming up this week. One of those ones I wanted to get to, obviously, was the Inman at Oakley game. I think that one... You mention it all the time during the broadcast, uh, Steve. That Inman is a is a great one A team right now. They're two and one on the year, but they have really been getting it together.
0: Yeah, Coach Sawyer, the last two games, has seen his team score 117 points and not even allow 100 yards. Uh, this is going to be the toughest game on their schedule, Oakley. Uh, it's a 211-mile trip. You talked to Coach Sawyer about the trip. Oakley is 3-0. and They're a tremendous defensive team. They play a very tough schedule. Uh, they beat a Plainville team that ended Inman's season last week. They've got a running back, I believe his name is Abel, uh, Ethan Bell, who averages almost 10 yards a carry. Uh, he's been over 200 yards in his last each of his last two games. So that Inman defense, which has been so good the last two weeks, is really going to be put to the test. And then you look at the other games, Canton Galva finally at home. They have not been home <laughs> since they won their state championship. They played their first three on the road. They were actually supposed to have been home two weeks ago, but due to COVID – Issue. They lost their game, picked up a road game in its place. They have Bennington at home. That should be a game that might be over by halftime. Uh, of course, the big one next week, Canton hosts yep, Little River. Yep. Meanwhile, Little River has Lincoln, which is coached by former Canton Galva coach D- Dustin Petit. Both teams are 2-1, and one, but I think that's where the similarity is going to end. I think they both have 2-1 and one records, but I think Little River uh, gets it done pretty handily. Smoky Valley coming off a really big win last week, their first of the year. They got back to playing Tim Lambert style football. Uh, they were over 400 yards rushing that's been their MO the last four years but they have coming into town Colby a 3-0 Colby team that I believe is only allowed one touchdown in each of its three games so that's going to be a big test maybe the most entertaining game of the night is going to be Heston Osteen Wichita Collegiate a pair of 3-0 teams a pair of teams that really like to fling the football put up a lot of points it's going to come down to which defense gets more stops uh I had Collegiate being a slight favorite in that game. Uh, you know, they've they've beat some really good teams this year. They beat Rose Hill, uh, you know, which is a 4A team. So, that kind of tells me Collegiate's pretty good. Then Mount Ridge makes a long trip as well. They make the long trip south, the Medicine Lodge. The teams haven't played since they were both 11-man teams. Now they're both 8-man teams. The Wildcats of Coach Jeremiah Meeks coming off a great win last week. It was good to see their offense get going. They had scored only six points total in their first two games, just one touchdown in two games. Uh, but Corbin Under is a really good quarterback. He got it going last week. They put up 48 on the Bennington Bulldogs, and hopefully they can keep that going. Generally, uh, uh, Moundridge and Enman have both played Medicine Lodge through the years, and they've both pretty much had success each time against Medicine Lodge. So hopefully the Wildcats will get that one, get back to 2-2. Two and two. And last Saturday, you know, we made note on our coaches' show – every team in the area plus mcpherson was a winner last week and that's the kind of weekends we like to see yeah it's gonna be di- it's gonna be difficult this week i obviously
1: we mentioned a lot of great games on tap and we did mention like we said that inman at oakley you, you did say there that you know i did talk to coach lance sawyer just uh, a couple hours ago actually and he that interview will actually be on the high school coaches show 8 a.m on saturday but in that conversation with him, he, just, he, t- he mentioned the long road trip, and I, I put it on my, my phone and tried to see how long it was. Three hours, 16 minutes is what I got. One thing that Coach Sawyer said, and you'll hear this in the interview uh, on Saturday, is he, he mentioned that due to COVID, due to COVID right now, there's kind of a questioning as to should they stop normally on a long road trip like that i know i've been I, i'm you know i've gone on four hour long road trips before about halfway through you want to stop get out stretch you don't want that jet leg you don't want any of that that cramping anything and he said he said you know they don't know if they can they 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 don't know if, what the kind of what the rules are towards it or anything so their plan is to just drive straight through so given that situation those, those pregame warmups are the most important in that game and all season probably for them is to make sure that they are physically ready to go. And again, I'll, I'll say this again, if you're an Inman football player and you're a play, uh, coach or our parent, you better start hydrating now and getting that body ready now for that long road trip and that game. Because last thing you want is to go 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 up to to Oakley, not perform at, at what you expect to perform, and then have to ride back three hours on a on, you know in dealing with those circumstances.
0: Well, I think it's going to be a, a really good defensive game. Uh, I I don't see a lot of points being scored. The the key is if Inman can stop uh, a Bell, the running back. Uh, like I said, he's been he's he's averaging about one hundred and ninety yards, one hundred and eighty yards a game, but that Inman defense has really picked it up the last two weeks. Coach Sawyer told me they've gotten a lot more physical. I think they gave up less than one hundred yards each of the last two games. So that really, to me, that's kind of the highlight of the game of the night along with Heston and Collegiate. Uh, hopefully, we can get, you know, another 6-0 and weekend for area schools. But uh, there's definitely a couple teams that are going to be underdogs. Uh, I, I think Smokey's an underdog this week. I think uh, – uh, Heston's an underdog this week, although that game could be a toss-up. Coach Bowerly at Heston does such a great job getting his team ready. So, lots of good high school football action going on on Friday. But today, uh, there's a lot of action going on, too. McPherson High cross-country meet down at Wall Park. It used to always be at Rolling Acres. You know, They moved the course down to Wall Park. It's a neat track down there. A lot easier access for people. Uh, you know, Rolling Acres, you had to drive seven miles out of town. <laughs> Even though it was a very tough uh, track out there at Rolling Acres, I like it, the, the meat being in town. And then tonight, McPherson High Soccer, JV at six, Varsity at 730. Um, I'm going to go out and cover that. Andover Central comes to town, and they have lost four games in a row, and they've all been just nail biters. So Andover Central a lot better than a three and four Reckon. And, of course, the Bull Pups have won three straight, they're 4-4. Four four. They, you know, they had a great win on Tuesday. Uh, they played Augusta. Augusta came into the game having scored a bunch of goals. It was the best Augusta team we've seen by far. They had not lost a game. I believe they were 6-0. Oh. Coach Chris Adrian's team, though, got the 2-0 win. Cody Achilles had just an incredible game, knocked in both goals. One of them where he had about three guys around him. He just outworked them and yeah. then beat the goalie. And then the second goal he hit from about 30 yards. It was a rocket that uh you know he sent past the goal and then this was a as i wrote in my story and, and a column this was a bullpup team that i didn't even recognize from when we saw them on the 29th of august they have matured so much and have gotten so much better i mean you wouldn't if that team that mcpherson team played the mcpherson team from the 29th they probably would have won 8-0 so it's it's very that's how, exciting that's how much they've improved yeah, well, it's very
1: exciting because you know one thing you love to see in high school sports, and I think is one thing I loved is improvement from. Usually, you see the improvement from from year to year, from mm-hmm. to, but to see it in season, it gives you goosebumps to in be, three weeks. It's just amazing and a great coaching job by Coach Adrian and great all around the players coming together, realizing how they need to work together, how they need to play together to be able to do what they're doing, and
0: it's it's paying off. And remember. Uh, Cody Achilles and Tito Mendez will be running in the uh, cross-country <laughs> yep, meet yes. down at Wall Park, and then they'll have about an hour break and come down and uh, play in the soccer game. So uh, those guys are doing double duty. Now, Achilles did not play uh, one of the soccer games earlier. The, the win at Salina Central, yeah, uh, he did not play because he ran cross-country. Uh, Mendez, I think, sat that one out. But uh, – or he, he did play the game. Cody sat it out. But they'll both, I believe, be in the cross-country meet today. And uh, it's a neat – like I say, it's a neat track down there. One other uh, sport we need to talk about, McPherson High Volleyball. Yep. Big tournament down at Newton this week. There's – Five teams that are considered state contenders uh, in the field. I have not seen the uh, Pools yet. I'm sure they've got them, but mm-hmm. I have not seen them. But, you know, you've got Andale, you know, number one in 4A. You've got a team like Bueller, Goddard-Eisenhower. Um, I know that I'm missing there's some. Nickerson, Nickerson. There's Nickerson, the
1: South, Newton, Andover Central.
0: Uh, Andover, Bueller, and Andale are all ranked in well, five A. And, and Nickerson's 4A. only lost like three matches this year. They're like yep. they're like ten and three, something like that. So tough, uh, tough. Uh, Coach Doyle's team moved to twelve and zero. Uh, you know, on Tuesday, uh, went on the road, got a couple of wins down at Augusta. They're twelve and zero. They did move up a spot this week. Yep. I just posted the story not too long ago. Uh, the Bullpups are ranked number five in Class Five A. If they can win this Newton Invitational, which has yes. been very elusive for them here in recent years, uh, that legitimizes that state ranking. Because if they can get through that field undefeated, that says a lot. Because Andale, Andale's only losses to McPherson. That was a tough match. Uh, you know, went right down. I think both scores were like 25-23 or 25-22, something like that. Uh, if, like I say, if the bullpups, so, get through that tournament and, and take the championship, that tells me this team is legit.
1: Yep. And that tournament, like you said, that invitational is coming up on Saturday as well. So we got a host of just a ton of sports going on and again you can tune in on saturday at eight o'clock for the high school coaches show we'll have recaps of all the football games and we'll discuss what's going on what happened during this week and kind of what's coming up for next week should be a fun time i know i'm excited to get down to winfield i'm not excited for the drive but i'm excited to call the game i'm excited to see another bullpup win uh knock on wood uh, if we can get it, um, but moving on to 4-0 for that. Just a ton of stuff. We have more stuff to cover here on the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich. we got to get to some pro sports. we got, uh, you know, some Royals news, some Chiefs news, things like that. Either way, we'll take a quick break here, and we'll be back with more of the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich after this on 96.7 KBBE. Hi, friends. This is Dana Sammer. People often ask me if and when they can switch from one Medicare supplement to another. The answer is that you can switch at any time, but it must be approved by the underwriters
0: of the new company. In other words, if your health is good, you may be a candidate to switch companies to save money, for instance. Call me, Dana Sammer, with the Alliance Agency at 245 and we can discuss your Medicare needs today. Or stop by our office on the second floor of the Warren Place. Thank you
1: whether you're reimagining your backyard or transforming a few acres into a field of dreams let Prairieland Partners show you how easy and affordable it is to own a john deere go to prairielandpartners.com click on the plp builder to build price and buy a compact utility tractor mower gator or skid steer get started today at prairielandpartners.com
0: delivering the right solution There's never been a better time than now to buy that new or used vehicle you've got your heart set on. Great Plains Federal Credit Union has great loan rates to save your budget and get you into that new vehicle. New auto loan rates are as low as 3% APR. Used auto loan rates are as low as 3.4% APR. Get free, qualified, and then shop for your best deal. Great Plains Federal Credit Union, made in 1st and McPherson, offices in Abilene, Salina, and Hillsboro. Equal Opportunity Lender Member NCUA.
1: Janet's doing it. So is Fred. Bonnie's all over it. Same with Omar. Tim's been at it since February of last year. Corey started the year before that. And guess what? They're all saving by doing so. What's that? Oh, the doing part? Why they're using the Drive Safe and Save app from State Farm. And they're saving up to 30% and more on their auto insurance. How about you? You ready to get at it and save? To start driving safe and saving in McPherson, call State Farm agent Jim LaDuke today. Discounts may vary. Not available in California, Massachusetts, New York, or Rhode Island. Keeping the house cool can be a difficult and costly task. During the day, block the heat from the sun by closing windows, doors, and curtains. Avoid creating unnecessary heat and humidity in the house. Plan to do heat and moisture creating activities such as washing dishes, doing laundry, and cooking before noon or after 7 o'clock in the evening. Check the gasket or seal on your refrigerator door to make sure it fits properly. A loose gasket will cause cold air to leak out of your refrigerator a message from your mcpherson board of public utilities
0: it's that wonderful time of year again hillings fest thanks well, for the money for the show ready to get ready now. go go but don't you step on my blue suede
1: and welcome back into the lunchtime well, sports sandwich nathan sage with steve sell got a Apologize for the technical difficulties. There, there is
0: no are. illness The, the button
1: is actually shows the Dirty Dancing song, but that was definitely not the Dirty <laughs> Dancing song. Either way, should have done my homework, made sure that was what it was. Either way, we're back with a lunchtime sports sandwich. Just a little spill of a drink during the lunchtime sports sandwich is what that was. Either way, we're back, and we have things to talk about. One of those things that I really wanted to get to right off the bat, I'm going to jump to the Royals over the Chiefs. We'll start off with the Royals. Why? because Alex Gordon is retiring after 14 years in Major League Baseball. A team announced earlier today via Twitter, and the Twitter obviously says, after 14 years of hard work and dedication to the Royals, Alex Gordon is retiring from baseball. Thank you for always giving it your all, Gordo.
0: Well, Alex Gordon has just been a real... Uh, you know stabilizing factor on in the Royals organization I think he's been with them 14 years he was the number one overall or number two overall pick out of college he played at Nebraska started as a third baseman he was they compared him to George Brett I think that was a little unfair for him. Ended up moving to the outfield. He won several Gold Gloves. He won a Platinum Glove. Uh, he's been a very consistent hitter. He has fallen off in recent years. I think we all kind of knew at the start of this year this was going to be it for Alex Gordon. Uh, he's not having the year. He, you know, he had a really good year last year, surprisingly good year. But this year he's really fallen off. But he gives you professional effort every game, and that's that's what. You're going to hear a lot of people say about Alex Gordon. He was a true professional. Uh, he never took a day off. You know, there's a lot of years he he played almost every game, kind of like what Whit Merrifield does now. Uh, and really, Gordo's kind of he was kind of the face of the franchise there for a while uh, when he was going really good. But at least you know he got to be a world champion. He got to play yep. in two World Series. And it's going to be a big loss because he was a, you know, he, he was a quiet guy, but he led by example, and they're going to miss him in that Royals clubhouse.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like you said, he was a very dynamic part of that 2015 World Championship team. You a really big part of that 2014 World Series team that almost won it, too. But, uh, yeah, definitely going to be missed. He, he was a, a great professional, like you said, coming from Nebraska. Kind of felt like it was home for him to be here in mm-hmm. Kansas City. Um, either way, uh, Alex Gordon retiring after 14 years of baseball. Royals right now 23 and 33 overall. I guess my question to you is, Steve, when we don't we haven't really talked much about it because we don't want to talk about the losing. We don't like that. But this has not been a normal year. This has been just a kind of a splash in the bucket type season. Um, 23 and 33. Is this where you thought they'd
0: be? Or well, or? they're better. I, I had them. I had them finishing 22 and 38. Because I just thought the pitching, starting pitching, wouldn't hold up. But they have Detroit for four games at home to close out the season. Detroit's really scuffling. Their manager's already retired. He, he retired immediately on Sunday. He's had some health problems. This is a this is a series. If the Royals come out focused and ready to play, they could win all four of these games um, and end up 27 and 33. And I think that would be a pretty commendable mark in 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 Mike Matheny's first year as manager. Uh, they really laid the lumber on St. Louis last night, 12 to three. Uh, Francie Cordero and Salvi uh, both had five RBIs. Salvi with two homers. Cordero one. Uh, Danny Duffy pitched well in his final start of the year. So. Uh, I'd like to see them really finish with a flourish, take a five-game winning streak into next year. It's kind of been that kind of year for the Royals. They recently won six in a row. Then they lost six of seven. And then, you know, now they've kind of gone the other way again. So it's, it's, it's it'd be good to see them close out strong. Again, you take away the Chicago White Sox. They went one and nine against the White Sox. This would be a team that's about 500. 500 almost get you into the playoffs. Yeah. So look forward to next year for the Royals. They've got a What I really think they've got to do, they need to get another starting pitcher, and they've really got to upgrade the outfield. Now with Alex Gordon gone, too, they have got to get a big bat in the outfield. Uh, Their outfield's not as bad as St. Louis. The Cardinals the other night started a three guys in the outfield that hit less than 200.
1: And the Royals like we said are coming up a little bit later today 6:30 pregame 7:05 first pitch as they'll again uh be on here on 967 KBBE so only a couple more games left for them on the season the season ending on the 27th of September. Uh just I I don't even know what to think of it. Uh, it's not a season it's just kind of entertainment if you will and we'll have to see you know how the postseason goes and all that but either way royal season and another shout out to alex gordon on his retirement time to move to football and get to these chiefs uh chiefs escaped with a win on the road uh last week and now it gets even harder as they'll be on the road on monday to take on the baltimore ravens uh one thing i wanted to get through to that is for years and you know this for years for years 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 tom brady and peyton manning they've met all the time in the playoffs um in the season and it always it was always a a duel it was always uh entertainment great football games and now it's almost like the second coming of that with uh, jackson and and mahomes uh, meeting up again obviously um two mvp caliber players um two super bowl caliber teams uh this is a kind of a preview of what could be the afc championship game
0: well that's what I've been touting it as, I, I think they're the t- two best teams in the AFC. I have Baltimore right now as the best team in football. I yes. really believe that. I think uh, top to bottom, they're the most complete team. And how win? How big was that win on Sunday? Because if the Chiefs had lost that game, and let's face it, they were. Beaten thoroughly in that game, just they got rescued by Patrick Mahomes. They were outplayed. Their defense gave up 500 yards. But if they'd lost that game, been one and one going into Baltimore, which I don't think they can win that game on Monday night. I really believe. Although the Chiefs have had Lamar Jackson's number, but the way their defense has played so far this year, uh, I don't see the Chiefs being able to beat Baltimore. But being one and one and playing that game, there had been a ton of pressure on them. Then go back in a little more relaxed, and the schedule maker hasn't been very kind to Kansas City. You look at the Chiefs' first four quarter, you know, the first quarter of the schedule. Houston, which was picked to win their division. The Chargers are obviously much improved. The second-best team in the AFC West. Baltimore, which I picked to win the Super Bowl. And then next week, they come home to play New England. So, I mean, that is a brutal start to the season.
1: One thing I will say – Don't ever doubt Patrick Mahomes. Uh, He's still undefeated in September. Until he loses in September, I will continue to pick the Chiefs in September. And he's
0: still never thrown an interception in September.
1: And it is, like you said, it's going to be a tough task on the road at Baltimore. I'm one of those guys who hasn't... I feel, and I, I felt this way for many years, that Baltimore is a very well-coached and well-run organization. If there's an organization I would love my team to to, to mirror, it would be Baltimore. They are just, it seems like they don't um, have a bad season. They just reload, and they're right back there. And I'm not, I've not really bought into the hype of the quarterback in Jackson. I think he's a great athlete. I think he's a good uh, dynamic threat. But, I think Patrick Mahomes is by far the better quarterback in this matchup, and uh, give me Patrick Mahomes every every week uh, in September, and we'll we'll see what the outcome is. But I, I really I really want to uh, stress that I, I really think the the Chiefs will get it done, and uh, if not, you we can come back next week and you can make fun of me all you want. <laughs> but either way, I think Chiefs get it done, and we'll. But hey, we have to see. And the only thing I don't like, I you know, back in the day, I used to love Monday Night Football. Now I don't, mainly because fantasy football has changed that. And you kind of want to – and it's like Monday is the most stressful day when it comes to the fantasy football because if you have a couple players playing or if you have a big lead, you get to watch that lead just slowly go well, down. I, so. have,
0: I have seven players currently out of my top 14. Seven are injured. So uh, I'm, i am I got to scan the wire today, pick up a running back. I only have one healthy running back out of the five I have. So that was the other big thing from the NFL this last week, a lot of injuries. So now it is
1: time for
0: Nathan's Complaint of the Week.
1: Okay, when I come to this Complaint of the Week, one thing I'm going to be very short with it, I'm going to be very quick with it, and I'm just going to say this. We live in a world right now where everything and anything is, people can get mad about people get angry about and it's just nothing but a lot of hate in this world and i can't stand it i i one thing i did last week is i actually deleted facebook off of my phone got rid of the app because i just want to be away from the anger and the hate as much as possible and that's how i feel about sports as well and i will give credit to the players for for taking stands and doing what they're doing that's fine with me um and i i understand the other side of it when people are angry about things they are doing to demonstrate or whatever. All I will say is, can we get back to enjoying sports for sports, complaining about politics to complain about politics and, and just cut that meshing of them over. That's all I'm going to say about it. I can't stand it. I want to get back to loving sports and not have to worry about political statements or people, attacking players or whatever it is, let's just get back to sports, especially, I'll just say this, especially during 2020 when it's already been difficult enough. The last thing we need is to to be angry and have hate in our heart when it comes to sports.
0: Yeah, I just I just want to get back to watching the games and, yes. and not uh, worrying about all the outside noise. So let's play the games, enjoy the games while we can because we don't know how much longer exactly. they're going to keep going. So again, uh, one thing that's interesting NFL rules. The NFL absolutely rules because the NBA is getting down almost to the finals. People aren't even talking about it. You know, they really aren't. Uh, Oh, yeah. Even though LeBron and the Lakers are still in it, uh, people really aren't talking about it. Baseball's in its last week. Did you know this? I don't know. Do
1: you know the NHL – that those finals are going on right now. And right now, Tampa Bay is leading two to one in the NHL. Nobody I knows.
0: Know. I didn't even know that where the games are I at know, because I, I haven't I, seen I didn't even him. know who was in in the finals. It, and I don't, you know, I don't really. It, exactly. It's my just friend a, Gary Renfro is the biggest hockey guy there is. <laughs> and I, I haven't seen him lately, but I'm just curious. I'm sure he's following it, but, uh, Hockey for me, I, I just, you know, I just haven't paid any attention.
1: Now we got to get to this day in sports. Some things I thought were interesting as we're running out of time here. Nineteen nineteen, Boston Red Sox slugger Babe Ruth sets the MLB season home run record at twenty eight, off of a Yankee pitcher. Also in that one, what was interesting to me was the next year future Hall of Fame slugger Babe Ruth becomes the first to hit 50 home runs. So he went from 28 to 50, setting the record in both years. Just thought that well, was just amazing. Well, you have to un- remember amazing.
0: the baseball back then. Was oh, it's a heavier round, like, ball, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, Babe Ruth used like a 54-ounce yep. bat too. And the thing is, Babe Ruth, when he hit that 50, over 50 home runs in 1920, that was more than most teams hit combined
1: and we we'll get to birthdays one shout out i want to give to you being a ku grad drew gooden 1981 uh his birthday is today played for ku also uh in the nba for a while as well eddie george's birthday is today rafael palmero i i don't even think of him anymore as a player i just think of all the steroids and everything that went with that and then mean joe green was born on this day in 1946 and it's funny if you talk to anybody right now and ask them about Mean joe green all they'd tell you is coke they wouldn't tell you right. about being a coke you know, commercial or defensive throwing lineman.
0: the jersey to the little kid and uh, joe green this this makes me feel old because he's 74 years old <laughs> and i grew up you know, kind of watching the Steelers in the 70s, you know, Terry Bradshaw, uh, Lynn Swan, Franco Harris, and the immaculate reception against, uh, you know, against Oakland. Uh, I was a you know the Steelers were kind of in the 70s they were America's team I know Dallas has oh, always yeah. been called America's team but the Steelers were the dominant franchise in the 1970s
1: but that's going to do it for this episode of the Lunch lunchtime sport sandwich until next week you can tune in again uh, right here and we will be here again Thursdays 12 15 to 1 o'clock hopefully you can catch us every Thursday from 12 15 to 1 o'clock until next week we will catch you on the flippity flip For this week's version of the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich, I hope you all enjoyed your lunch with a side of sports courtesy of myself and Steve Sell. Until next week, go Bulldogs.
0: Go Bullpups. Go
1: Wildcats.
0: Go Jayhawks.
1: Go Royals. And
0: go Chiefs.